Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. Oh I'm my Carol. Gosh. Well, we know what Bryn's Let's been start over. To. Let's and start. Th- <laughs> and this is the Utah Football uh, Fans Podcast. Oh. What? The- <laughs> if you don't know who Carol is, then you, what have you been doing? Then you have been way more productive than I have during quarantine. I don't quarantine. know what you just did. So. <laughs> oh, Gary doesn't know. Who yes, Car- you do. <laughs> you know who Carol is. Carol Baskin killed her husband, oh, fed him to tigers, oh, fake. dipped him in, what was it, sardine I did, oil? I did watch that. <laughs> Anyways. I can't believe I did, but I did. Back to reality. I'm not Carol. I'm Bryn. <sighs> but this is the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Guys, it's been a while. We have been Long time. Been a long time. Long, long time. We are safely recording in the bunker while socially distancing. Good distance. Good distance between all of us. We're all sitting six feet apart. We are, oh, I don't even know what week we are of this COVID-19 crisis. I thought it was Wednesday until about two o'clock today. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it? It is it's Friday. Friday, <laughs> May 1st. So we're about two months into this and mm. I'm telling you, eh, it's hard to believe that it's been that long. Yeah. Not yep. good. Not How, good. How's your sanity going? <laughs> As you can tell, mine's gone. It's gone. By raise of hands, who watched the, uh, what was that sh- stupid show you were talking about? Tiger, Tiger King. King. <laughs> Everyone. Tiger King. Everyone's hands just Everyone's, went up. Everyone. Well, yeah. Well, that's what Did I said. Did you like it? If you don't know who Carol is, Did then... you like... Oh, yeah. Well, now that you... Well, you talked like a little girl. I didn't know what you were doing. Because that's how she... Talked. She's insane. Okay, she's a nut job, and she did kill her husband... Uh, yeah, quick poll. She killed her husband. Absolutely. Everyone who thought it did absolutely she killed chop her him up, feed she him. She was way We're too all specific a couple of times in that show that you're like, <laughs> yeah. What was it? The something oil that it she was like said. sardine oil or something. And then it was just like, no, yep, my like, husband's okay. he's gone. Oh, I got a bunch of money now. Did you watch any other shows? Bin shows? I mean, come uh, on. I finished. Uh, I finished Homeland in about two days. Homeland. I'm trying to think what we like that show. It's good. My husband and I we've been watching Shit's Creek, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like that show. <laughs> no. And the we first couple I seasons I liked it. And then and then I didn't like the last season or two. But I liked it. We and then Tiger King we went through in a few days. <laughs> that show just I bizarre. I think those first two episodes my jaw was just on the floor the entire time I was watching it. Did, how many teeth do you think <laughs> in total? <laughs> out of all those people that they had, I ten, don't know. Ten all I know is I'm never going people. to Oklahoma, Florida. <laughs> that it's just yeah. But have you seen some of them now? They've all got their teeth fixed. Well, yeah. Well, a few Here. of them have. Yeah, I don't know. I watched um, binge watch some of the episodes of Ride with Norman Reedus. <laughs> okay. So he's he's Daryl on The Walking Dead. For you who don't watch it. It's pretty cool. He rides his motorcycle to different places in the world. So we watch those episodes. I've I've binge watched uh, Breaking Bad again. Such a good show. I'm in, I'm, That's I'm probably in, my favorite I'm show. Like of all at the time. end of season four, and I can't believe how much I have forgotten. It's but good. dude, it is that is so good. That's a great show. I did watch. <laughs> this is how desperate things have gotten on Disney Plus, which is great. Oh, that. Which is so Disney now owns National Geographic as well, so that's on they Disney. Everything, they everything. that's on Disney Plus. So I watched a whole documentary about why Alcatraz is inescapable. <laughs> it was fascinating, actually. It is, and we we know there's no sports. There hasn't been sports on for two months. That's I, not true. Yeah, I watched Hatchet throwing the other night. <laughs> I watched. Did you watch that on no, ESPN? No, but I watched professional cornhole. Oh. <laughs> I I was well, glued for about eight minutes. Cornhole? Yeah. It was just... They never missed. They never missed. And then one guy missed, and it was like hanging <laughs> on the edge. So the other guy had to like strategically place it, and he did. So I watched Cornhole, and then I've watched... Uh, what else have I watched? Have you seen darts? Like, darts. darts? Extreme sliding or something. They're like, like they try to like go up a steep slide, and it's really slick. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. And when someone falls, it just blasts through everybody. I watched. <laughs> nope. Nope. I watched Tournament of Champions on the Food Network, which was a bracket challenge oh, of all these chefs, and that was what replaced March Madness, March Madness. for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, actually, was, that's equal. It was sure. entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. Oh, man. Let's get this over with. Yeah. You've been watching um, 
Last Dance. Have you been watching that at all? I wa- yeah, I've watched them. I'm up to date. They're fascinating. It's great. Uh, it's it. I mean, the the thing about it, Jordan's is, the man. He's unbelievable. You kind of forget, mm-hmm. but then you you see it. The problem is, is it's not a true documentary because he's got full complete control over all the content. But man, it's fascinating. Those guys were crazy. So if you're not watching that, that I think there's four episodes of ten that have come out. So there's yeah, some Sunday. I think there's a couple more. It's yeah. great. It's, no, it's it's. it's uh, I, don't I, know, hate it's, the, it's, I hated the Bulls. I'm not a big jazz guy, but I hated the Bulls then. But it's, I didn't. It's I like the Bulls. I remember the whole thing. I remember it, it's it refreshes my memory of a lot of things yeah. about them. Um, but yeah, I thought it, that's a great great series. Yeah. What about now? As we're recording, the uh, E60 ESPN. <clears throat> documentary on Alex Smith. Yeah. I just Did you watched, watch it? I watched just it. You watched it? it right just before I came it. here. Okay. Utah fans. Project 11 is what they call it. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His number. Utah fans. You've got to watch it. But I'm going to tell you right now. Freak. If, if, uh, <laughs> gore. If you're squeamish. And squeamish. Don't watch it. There's some segments there. First of all, I, I can't watch a guy's leg go the wrong way. Oh, the injury itself. The injury itself. So I always cover my face. I just can't watch that stuff anymore. Ever since Joe Theismann's leg went the wrong way, and I think it was 85. On the it, exact it freaked same date? Me out. On it the freaked, same yeah. date. The same date that That's Alex right. Smith's leg went awry? Oh, How God. freaky is that? But then the surgery and all the... I didn't... Did you know? I, I didn't know. I didn't realize he was that close to I don't death. Think, I don't think anybody knew. And that's what I'm shocked alone, yeah. at, is how has none of this come out until now? Don't know. I don't know. That he was about to die. Well, yeah, the doctor says we're in life-saving mode and then leg-saving mode in that order. The fact that he even kept his leg is shocking. Well, and... Yeah, the doc said I would take my I would take the leg ah. and then... I don't know. It's unbelievable. You have I have so much more respect for Alex Smith. I mean, I'm calling on the University of Utah right now. To retire number eleven, by the way, <laughs> let's do it. If there was ever Harland, if there was ever a, a guy and a number from a from a team, let's do it. it that that I I watched that and just my jaw was. It was so fun to see the old Utah footage it was cool. too. I mean, that was it was it was cool. That's when I was a student. I had a class with Alex Smith. Not a big deal. Didn't he ask you out? By the way, oh, freak. You know what? <laughs> I have to tell this story. Okay. Jesse, don't listen to this. No, my husband knows. <laughs> he knows the whole story. I mean, I'd go out with Alex Smith. Uh, yeah, right? So, <laughs> and I will preface this. This was before he became the football star. I'm not a Jersey chaser. Um, no, there's no shame in that. Okay. Yeah. We had a class together. We were in sports in the American society. So there was a bunch of athletes in that class. A friend of a friend was dating one of his roommates so I'd seen him in the class, and mm. then the roommate said, he wants to go out with you. I was like, sure, that's awesome. He was super shy, so he never did anything about it. So then in the class, <laughs> we'd, you know, make you'd make eyes at each other across the room. There was a gymnast. I don't know who this girl was or what her name was. Yeah, game bitch. over. But <laughs> she was scary, and she would sit next to him during the whole class. And every time I'd look at him, she would just stare me down. So I chickened out. Brin. I freaking chickened out. I could have gone out with Alex Smith. You could be making what fifty million a year. Did you see his wife? She's freaking. Did I see his wife? See his wife. I paused the show like ten times. Yeah, could have been me. (laughs) I could be an NFL trophy wife right now. Jesse, (laughs) but instead she's happy. Happy with my husband and my three beautiful children. Yeah, they're okay. Who are doing homework? Who are every- driving me insane? Uh, that's <laughs> that's the thing about the quarantine, man. You got kids. <laughs> Disney Plus has been on a constant loop at our house. <laughs> uh, I couldn't have dealt with that. Homeschool has been an adventure. That's that been that is for sure. You know, I got emails from two teachers this week of my sixth grader saying that he has zeros in about every assignment that he should have turned in by now. So <laughs> Isn't that kind of more, you, you just do it for him, just send it in. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like scout projects. Doing. Yeah, right. it's the parents that do everything. <laughs> when someone gets an eagle, it's the parents. 
win the Pinewood Derby. It's the parents, the parents who that cheated on the car by some, sticking oh, yeah. ball bearings in yeah, somewhere. They use some lube <laughs> oh, from yeah. the NASA that they got. It's so true. <laughs> uh, okay. Utah football. We didn't have spring ball. That's kind of weird. I got to admit. I even missed that. Yeah. But the question, you know, here we are. We don't know. There's still... Don't have the answers on a bunch of stuff. Do you think we're having a season? What do you? If I had, if, if I had to say, I'd say yeah. I just, I just think there's there's too much money out there to be had. I mean, so many of these schools depend on college football for funding, and so I just think that there's just too much money. It could look very different. I think if they did it without fans, uh, limited fans, neutral site. I just think that by September, they'll find a way. You know, there's a bunch of different things out there, whether they'll do it. There's talk about um, getting rid of the, the non-conference games, which would be hilarious, <laughs> by the way. Um, if it meant that we got to play, you know, our nine conference games, I'd be all for it. Sign me up for that. Um, I wonder what teams that don't have a conference would do. I, you know, I, I can't think of, I just can't think of one of those <laughs> oh, teams. yeah. So I, I think there would be, I think there will be, um, but obviously we have no idea. I, the scenarios that they've said, you know, they play without fans. Well, then suddenly you're not getting the revenue like you're talking about. I mean, you're TV revenue. You're getting the TV. Yeah, but some of those schools base a lot of the revenue off of the season ticket sales. Yeah, and so without fans, still your revenues cut. Yeah. Um, and then the playing without the non-conference, I guess all that means is it pushes the season That's back the, it, like yeah. a month. Yeah. That's would give another month of things to ma- work their way through. If if you had a choice, I'd go with that versus. Well, right. I think everybody would. <laughs> I mean, if it just goes right to conference games, so be it. I I, I well, don't know. I think I think we're without play, spring man. ball because right. we didn't have any of those reps in spring ball, which for Utah is would have been very very nice. We got a lot of young, young yep. guys, new quarterback, all that sort of stuff that did not get those reps. And that's true. I get it. That's true with every school in the country. But Utah's at a, I would say, more of a disadvantage just because of how young our squad is going to be this year. I mean, I saw a, I read an article today talking about how the SEC could, like, say say the Pac-12 says, we're not playing. The SEC, SEC's The playing. SEC is just going to go off and do their own thing. The SEC it, will be playing football. It's pretty I much what the article it. said, is, like, the SEC is just going to do whatever. Yeah. Because it's not the NFL. It's not dependent on everyone in the country playing. Right. It's, it's just like, your it's own like conference. It's like six states. Now, and that's my concern for the Pac-12 is, you know, Utah... Arizona, Washington, if the, these these states all have to have the same laws going into it, and if for some reason California says we're not, you know, no school, we're not doing it, that could really throw a wrench into things. Well, I don't know how that all works out. They, they could say we'll play with no fans. We don't. Yeah. Have, every state could be different depending on what they're doing. Right. I don't know. I just think we're going to play. I, I don't want to bring this team up, but. If we don't play our non-conference schedule, what happens to the team down south and their season? Well, that's that's the question because if we're only playing in conference, I don't I don't ha- know their schedule. They, they don't have a conference. They don't have that conference schedule. So if you're cutting all non-conference games, do they lose their entire schedule? They get to play Liberty in Massachusetts, and yeah, I mean, would it be they play four <laughs> games? Notre Dame. Do they even play Notre Dame? I don't no. know. No. But would they? I mean, Notre Dame's another one. They don't have a. But Notre conference. Dame is such a big money item that they Notre would Dame find would a way play. to put Notre Dame. Notre Dame will play people. It's such a puzzle. Zoobs, no one gives a I'm crap. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, no one, wa- no one cares anyway. I hope in a month we will know. I feel like we have to know by June. They've got to start revving up. I mean, don't you think? Summer ball would is is July's when summer ball. Yeah, so we got yeah, two to, months to get everything else in place and prepared. I don't know. I just. I just don't know how you if if the schools are going to be shut down, let's say, and they just say we're doing everything online. I don't know how the university would say no students are coming except for the football program. Well, they can't. That you can't do that. 
So that could be a challenge. No, no, you could if they're taking look if they're if they're taking uh, classes online like everybody else. School's in session, so they can come and play football. But if it's if the dorms are shut down, if like what happened in spring semester where they kicked everybody off campus. You couldn't do that in the fall with only the athletes, is what he's saying. You could not. You just you would have to essentially separate everybody. Well, and test your know. teams. And well, see, the testing that's test your teams, and you keep you're basically isolating them from other stuff. I mean, there's ways to do it. There's ways to do it. So then, if I, let me ask you this: If we have football, do they have fall all fall sports? I don't know. No, because football makes not, money. They're not the money makers. I mean, no. With all due respect. Soccer and little lacrosse team, little lacrosse track and spring. field. Yeah, but these these make these guys lose money. Right. I mean, it's rare at the U. We've got gymnastics that makes money, but outside of football and men's basketball, every other school is losing money on these sports. So that's not a priority. Yeah. Which is too bad because there's actually schools out there who are cutting um, certain sports to save money. So. Anyway, there we go. We're going to see. So the answer is we don't know, but I think there will be. Well, I think little, we've been told we will know by mid-June about the university. About the university school or? Yes. Okay. About what's going to be moving forward for fall. And so whatever the university decides is, you know. They're not going to shut the whole school down. I sure hope not. No. It's been, it's been an adventure working from home. (laughs) I miss my campus. Yeah. All right, let's talk the draft. Yeah. Good draft for Utah. It was a it was a good draft. Uh, Utah, as you probably know, if you're a Utah fan, that they did lead the Pac-12 with seven players taken, which meant <laughs> um, that the Utes tied Clemson, Florida, and Georgia for the fifth most draft picks overall. Um, it's awesome. LSU led the nation with fourteen. Of course, that team was yeah. that team was pretty stacked. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State had ten apiece, followed by Alabama with nine. So, and then there then there's Utah with Clemson, Florida, and Georgia, and then and then the Utes. Uh, they had five undrafted uh, free agents signed. Yeah. So we had. Um, Jalen Johnson to, to the Bears, Julian Blackman to the Colts, Zach Moss to the Bills, Terrell Burgess to the Los Angeles Rams, Lecky Fotu to the Cardinals, Bradley Knight to the Cowboys, and John Panasini to the Lions. A lot of youths going to be wearing blue next year. Um, I know, gross. All but Lecky. <laughs> <laughs> and then the f- the free agents that were signed, Tyler Huntley, Ravens. Francis, Love that, by the way. Francis Bernard to the Cowboys. Javelin Guidry to the Jets. Josh Nurse to, uh, Nurse to the Ravens. And Darren Paolo to the New Orleans Saints. So it's a good look. A great, another great draft for the Utes. During the draft, I was in watching TV. My husband's in the office. All of a sudden, I, meet, I hear him go, Zach Moss is going to the Raiders. What? And so I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. So then I get on my phone, and I'm trying to look it up, and I'm like, I can't find anything that says that. Was he playing a video game? His friend had texted him hoping that Zach Moss would go to the Raiders, and he read it wrong. <laughs> Jesse. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Idiot. How cool would that have been? That would have been great. But <laughs> landing in Buffalo is a great spot for, for Moss. Um, it was great. I watched it. I, I watched a lot of it. I watched a lot of it. I mean, dying <laughs> for sports. But I was really surprised. So Johnson was the first Ute picked. No surprise there. Went in the second round. There were six corners taken before Jalen Johnson. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I mean, if there had been three taken before him, Okay. But six, that really surprised me. There's not six co- other guys in the coming out this year that are better than Jalen Johnson. Yeah, the Bears got a steal. They got, they got the steal, man. They I, know, they know what they got, and I think it's a great fit. Jalen with the Bears, oh, that's gonna be 
My understanding Great. is that, um, of course, he's tr- he's still trying to get over his injury that he had yeah. that he played with, uh, but he'll get over that. And um, what I understand is that he'll he'll have a, a, a shot at starting. I mean, he may not start right off, but he'll there's a real there. good chance that he he could be the guy by the time this season is over. He's going to be playing for the Bears. Yeah. The one that I loved. Uh, I'm sure you guys saw the video of when Burgess got the phone call. With the Rams. With the Rams. That was and cool. I'm not going to lie. I shed some tears watching that because it was like such pure emotion. He was so yeah. excited. And it's like, that's what it's all about. Like yeah. his whole family, they were all crying. Like it's so cool and to cool. see that. As we've watched him and we've talked about him before, he just kind of flew under the radar mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden just exploded. So then to see that he gets to play at the next level and just how excited he was, it was awesome. Yeah, that that was really cool. Um, I think Julian Blackman to the Colts is a Let me ask about Bur- Burgess, fit. though. Let me, oh, with Burgess, before you move. Yeah. So we talked with Burgess. So this was his first year as a, as, as a starter. starter. What I understand, though, if I recall, rather, is for the last two seasons prior, those two guys went to the NFL. Yeah, it was uh, Blair and um, Ballard. Was it? was it Ballard? I don't. I don't know. It was Blair. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. If I'm wrong, anyway, the two care. guys before him are in, got drafted. Yeah. Blair is one of them. Yeah, I he's believe killing that's right. people with the Seahawks. Anyway, so then he gets he 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 played this year, and we talked throughout the entire year. He was, I don't know, one of the top tacklers on the team. Week after week, he's mm-hmm. just one of those guys that I'm not sure if people knew that was going on or noticed how often he was making plays, but he was. And we said all along that he's going to be in the NFL. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went high, too. He's third, only third rounder. What, 90 minute drive from his home, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's the idea is that they got actually a steal with with Burgess and he's going to. He's going to play. I think sooner than later as well. He's got a shot to play there. Um, and, you know, he's only – maybe because he only had one full season as a starter, maybe they overlooked it. But like like his whole career, he's excelled when he's given the shot. I think he's going to play yeah. for the Rams. No, I'm really happy for him. Good fit. So it's great. But um, so then who were you talking about? Blackman. Blackman. It's cool. I He went – I was really nervous that he was going to fall because if you remember, he – tore his ACL in the Pac-12 championship game. So I didn't know what that was going to do to his, his draft stock. But it, it, I don't think it affected it at all. He went uh, in the third round, I believe it was, to the Colts. And I think it's a great fit. I hope he can get healthy. There's a chance that he'll be able to play this upcoming season um, if he can get healthy. And When he's the one that he wrote that essay about getting his education uh-huh. and that's how he's going to make it to the NFL – which is really cool. Well, and he's he's from Utah. He's he's from Layton. Mm-hmm. So to go from Layton to the U and then to the Colts, pretty cool. I think he's always, uh, what is he? Four months. I think he's only four months into rehab. Yeah, on his knee. So yeah, there was a there was a he was worried about mm-hmm. because of his injury. He was gonna maybe not even be drafted <clears throat> because he blew out his knee. But yeah, I, he's drafted. But I was reading some. I don't know, some site um, from Indianapolis, a Colt site. And, you know, as you do, you know, <laughs> just want, I'm always curious as what they say, what they think. And they don't, they think the soonest he'll actually be available to be able to play would be in October, just by the time his knee comes around. So they're actually looking at him for 2021. Okay. Versus this year, so I don't. I I wouldn't expect to see Julian Blackman, and I can't remember who he's who's there. But the, the door will open for him, and then he'll be healthy. I think that's how it'll play out for Blackman. But he he has a shot. Make some noise. Yeah. Let's talk about. Uh, let's list all the Zubies that were drafted. Ready? Go. That's that's. We'll come to that. <laughs> You're jumping the gun. Talk about Zach Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I don't know. I don't like care about Buffalo in, in the slightest. I don't care about any of the teams that they all went to. That was part of my problem. I don't care about any of those teams. I like the Colts. I okay. like the Rams. 
But it, you're right. None, it wasn't like... It's not the Raiders. The Raiders. See? But I was really... Man, I'll tell you. It's the, fine, but I'm talking about Moss. I know. Moss. I mean, we all know Moss. He's, he's, I think he'll fit in that system really well. Um, what's his quarterback's name? The guy from Wyoming. It's Josh. Josh uh, Allen. Mm-hmm. The guy can't hit a, the broadside of a barn. He's not that bad. Oh, okay. So they're he just, just going to hand it off yes, every he single is. time? He is not good. Yes, he no, is. No, he's, <laughs> he's masked in, in like these little... He's not that good. But they, they did just pick up digs from... The Vikings, so hopefully he can throw the ball really far and Diggs can go get it. But I think Moss <laughs> fitting in the Buffalo system will be perfect. Strong dude, we all know, strong, physical, can pound it, and Allen can just turn turn around, hand Moss the ball, and let him go. They got a speedster who's starting running back right now, um, Devin Singletary. I don't really know him, but Mo- so Moss comes in there. Change of pace, dude. and the intent is he has a good shot to to play right off. He, oh, and he'll get whether reps. he whether he starts or, or the thing about Moss. First of all, you don't like Josh out. I think he's decent. Yeah, he can throw all right, but he's he can run, so he's mobile. But so he and he's a big kid. Uh, but now you you have Moss. The thing about Moss, all you think about is his running ability, which he does, and he's a big back. But he's good out of the backfield. Oh, he can catch. He's yeah. great at that, and he can block, pass block. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna. Uh, so he's he's a great fit. I, I agree with you. He's a great yeah. fit with Buffalo. So he could. He's gonna play. He'll he'll get he'll play, play time a lot this, this first year. year. I no wouldn't question. be surprised. He's he, he'll fit he'll fit well with Buffalo. So I'm excited for him. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I I'm surprised he didn't go a little sooner. I gotta say, for for some reason, I don't know. Um, I, I was just surprised that we didn't have anyone that went sooner. And I was upset that Utah State had someone before us. Yeah, but okay, so when we're watching it, we we talked about this the other day. I can't remember the order. When you're watching the, 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 the draft and they mentioned, was it Moss? Blackman and then Moss? Yeah, Blackman went 85, Moss went 86. So okay, back to back. so back to back. And so the, the announcers on the draft just went off on... The Utah Utes again, and the great program, and what Kyle Whittingham is doing. And they went on and on and on about the Utes. It was pretty cool. We had four um, guys taken on that second day. Yeah, it, it it was all like boom, 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 boom. I was just, I wanted one on the first day. Dang it. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, I I was holding out hope that Ju- that uh, Johnson would go in the first round. I he was oh, the only man. hope when 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 the Raiders had, I think it was the. They had the 19th pick. They actually took a corner. Yeah, they took a corner. Oh, stupid Raiders. I was like, oh, this is it. Because John, or, uh, yeah, Johnson had actually talked on some podcasts and things. Oh, yeah. And said that he could see himself going to Vegas. But dang, that would have been so sweet. Well, what were they thinking? Gruden? They went with another corner dude out of Ohio State. Who, he's I, good. He's good. <laughs> he's, he's freaking good. But man, that would have been sweet. I know. And then if they come and play here in Salt Lake for a year, <laughs> that's not ever gonna happen. It might. Gary, put it out in the universe. You got to put it out there to have where it did we, happen. Where, did, where was that? Who put that out there in the first place? That's been rumored all over the place because because of all this coronavirus stuff. They're not positive that the new stadium is going to be done. It'll Salt be Lake done. has always been on the list of where the, they could go play for a season. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But not going to happen. Send out the positive vibes. Send them out. Be great. <laughs> It'd be smart of them if they had to go somewhere. You could come to Salt Lake for one year, and I, I people that aren't even Raiders fans would become Raiders yeah, fans. Come build go your fan the, base. Go build your fan base. But I, it, it'll build. It'll we'll, build. We'll welcome you with open arms. Yeah, Derek Carr, you can come. Gr- I got an extra. I got a bunk bed in my basement. You Gorilla Rilla and who else? Raider Todd. Raider Todd. Raider Todd can stay with Brynn. <laughs> My buddy. <laughs> we have sat in the black hole before, and these are all the people we met in the black hole. Some weird freaking people, and I'm a Raiders fan. They aren't. <laughs> Who else? The guy that like is on stilts in the... Like, he's seven feet tall. Yeah, walking down the aisle. <laughs> he's like seven, seven two. He has this big mask on. Yeah, I have a picture with him. Nut jobs. It's so weird. Those two chicks beating the crap out of each other. That was entertaining. I tell you what, I would never... I would not fight. One of those chicks. You'd be dead. Well, yeah. 
That was ru- that was crazy. That was ruthless, man. Was- <laughs> the two guys are just going, just standing there, standing watching, there watching it. it. <laughs> I'm telling well, yeah, you. Yeah, because they were smart. They're like, I'm not getting in the middle of that. Yeah, it was. Oh, jeez. And I will tell. I will give it up to any Chiefs fans that get, were at that game. They got some balls on them. Because yeah, but they were quiet. They were quiet. Well, yeah, they had to be quiet. I mean, that was when we watched Alex Smith. <laughs> oh yeah, we watched Alex. That was he torched us. In, that was before we, he got uh, traded. We won, but he threw it for like 430 yards and <laughs> <laughs> five touchdowns. That was great. <laughs> I cheered for him under my breath because I wasn't going to say anything out loud because then I'd be, I'd be murdered. But yeah. Oh, see, we need them. We need the Raiders here. It'd be so fun. Hey, we'll do a Raiders podcast, too. And <laughs> so all you people out there, you come on over. About. Come on over to the dark side. Okay, we're talking NFL. Let's keep talking NFL. Okay, talk it. So the news of the NFL is Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. <laughs> Everyone knows how we feel about Tom Brady. <laughs> Do they? Pretty boy. Pretty boy. He fumbled, by the way. Okay. So, he is now a Buccaneer, along with Gronkowski. What are your <clears throat> thoughts on that? I have one thought. What's that? I saw a photo of him or a video of him last week. His face was so sunburned. Remember his claim a few years ago when he came out and said, I don't have to wear sunscreen because I drink so much water that my skin just repels right, the sun. On, I'm Googling this. What are you saying? You don't remember that? No. Okay, <laughs> Google it. Sounds about right. Oh, sunburn. Well, yeah. His face was so freaking red. So, Tom, you need some sunscreen now that you live in Florida. Maybe in New England it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in New England you could just drink water and it would repel the sun. Okay, Brent, back on topic. Let's go. Reel it in. That's what I'm saying. That was what I saw about him. Now that he's living in Florida. Okay. Are you okay? Are you gonna still hate? Okay. His- okay. But you got to pick one. Are you Are you gonna cheer if they're playing head to head? Who would you rather have win? Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, or the hoodie and the Patriots? Because I know I, who I'm. I, know I who think I'm I hate Belichick more than I hate Tom Brady. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm actually okay with I, it, I, man. This is weird. Excited about it. I think. Side. I mean, I. I in theory, right now it's in theory. I got to see a game. When a game, uh, so all of a sudden they're playing, yeah. a lot of stuff manifests that you don't even know it's in your system. <laughs> it's way back in the recesses of your mind. The recesses yeah. of your mind is a psychological, you know, <laughs> vaults back there. You don't know what's there. And then the game plays out and all of a sudden your hate comes out for yeah. things. Yeah. So that may still happen, but as in theory... You're gonna I cheer. Kinda, you're gonna cheer for the Patriots? No, no for Tom Brady, Brady and Gronkowski. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna cheer for him. It's if they can have success, it, I'm okay with it. It's kind That's of. I'm, it, I'm kind of interested in it. Like it's kind of gonna fascinate me. I think it's hilarious that Gronkowski. So I don't know if you heard this. He was actually getting traded to the Lions. He got traded to the Lions, officially, and then when they came to him with the trade, he was like, "You can't trade me. I'm retired." And that's how he retired. I was like, I'm not going to lie. I, I retire. So then the trade fell through, and then a year later, they traded him over to the Buccaneers. Well, I'm okay with it. And it'll be interesting on paper. And I'm with you. You know, Billy Billichek. I can't no. cheer for that guy Billy, ever. Uh, he's the worst. I, I'm sorry. No, he's he's Nick Saban level. Yeah, we've we've talked about this. Those yeah. two are just the worst. And though I will say this that. Brady and Gronkowski are in the NFC. That does help. The only way the Raiders would ever play them would be in the Super Bowl. Well, we actually play them this year. <laughs> okay. Just in regular season, but you're right. Oh, and he'll fall and act like, oh, I didn't fumble, and the refs will, oh, it's Tom Brady, and they'll give it to him. Something <laughs> stupid like that, and then I'll hate his guts all See, over again. your hatred is still... <laughs> but, <laughs> therefore... <laughs> It's so true. I'm kind of like, I don't really hate him. Then I sit no, down and watch a game. No, you, the hatred will appear. Well, no, see, in this, there, there's such a distance to now that there, I have, I can. Yeah, they're not in a division that division I care or about. Something. They're not in a conference like, that I care about. you know, Mahomes. That, here's a question. Does Mahomes look like he's got to stick up his butt when he's walking? <laughs> I'm just asking that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't think noticed. I've noticed. Oh, come on. <laughs> Next time you watch a game, you tell me. Okay. Well, hopefully I can watch a game this season, <laughs> yeah, and, I'll tell, and I'll tell you. All right, let's go back to the Ute, shall we? <laughs> Sidetrack. Photo. He's going to do some photoing in the NFL. <laughs> Peter. 
People are going to get photos. He's going to the Cardinals. He was number 114. Yeah, he was fourth round. Um, it's a good pick. I think it's a great pick. I think so too. I saw a video that came out today of Foto playing rugby in high school. Yeah, that was scary. People. Big man can move. That's that. That's the point. Is he's, he's scary. athletic and super huge. athletic. He was running people over. I mean, he was high school. And he wasn't as big, yeah, but still, still, dude's athletic. He's six yeah. five three thirty. I will say, I was surprised that Foto went before Anai. I think I I would have flipped those two. That kind of surprised me a little bit. I think both are going to have a, a shot. Um, a night with the Cowboys kind of hurts because I hate the Cowboys. So watching him and having to cheer for him, but yeah. Fotu, though, he's 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 going to be like the nose guard backup going in, I think. But you know how that goes. They 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 wrap in, and he's only been playing, what, five years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's only been playing football for five years. It's been five years, so he's still... Because he was playing rugby. He, he came out of rugby. Yeah. And he's he's athletic, he's big, he hasn't been injured. Uh, he's. I think he's in a good spot too. He's a threat for sure. And they drafted. I think. If I'm, am I correct here with the Cardinals? I think they drafted a bunch of deep defensive players. So they're they're going to be good, particularly in the future. So good for him. Yeah, Bradley and I. That one's really surprised me that he went in the fifth round. He ran a crappy forty at the so, combine, no, that's dude. The, I, the forty and the and the bench press are so overrated to me. Cause it's like, when when's the last time you saw a guy run dead straight forty yards? <laughs> I want to see a guy how explosive. What did he do on the you? bench? I'm not sure. I, I was it bad? No, I'm just, I'm sure. just saying in general. Oh, oh, okay. Because it's like, okay, how quickly can you get off the ball and get around a dude? And how explosive are you? That's what really matters in this. And look at the dude's film. He was he dominated people. He was held on almost every play. Well, <laughs> so. Now, I'm biased, obviously, but I thought he, I mean, he's the all-time sack leader at the U, and think of some of the guys that have come through. No, we're objective. And the thing with Dallas, though, they they their defense is is pretty much set, so they got a good D. <clears throat> he's come, nah, they were pretty bad last year, actually. Their D wasn't that good. That was their weakness. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but having, whatever, who cares about the Cowboys, seriously, but... Um, <laughs> It's Demarcus Lawrence is one of the you know, he's really good and that's who and I will probably be playing behind okay. but he, he'll certainly learn so his his it's the future for him as long as he keeps improving I don't I don't see him going in and and starting or anything close this year it's a, it's a couple years away or so hmm. he just needs you know I don't know NFL's a different beast. <laughs> With the size and strength and speed of everybody, so he's got he's got to pick it up a bit because now you're the linemen they're all going against are. <laughs> That's a hard transition. Really hard. Yeah, it is hard. And then John Penasini goes to the Lions. Oh yeah. Yep. Which is cool. Um, his story is pretty cool. So um, he's you know West Jordan High. Mm-hmm. Um. That was so. We had three Utes that were from the state of Utah that got drafted, because Penistini's from West Jordan, Lecky is from Harriman, and then obviously we talked about Blackman already. Because I think what I'm reading is the def, the Lions' defensive line has been revamped, so he has a good shot at being the backup, at least this year, next year for sure. So. It's not right off the bat, I wouldn't think, but he's got a shot. And the way he's kind of his career, um, yeah, he's got a future. Hopefully he does. Man. That'd be cool. What's crazy is, I mean, we're looking at these guys, and you know, we've kind of fallen in love with them a little bit. Plus the guys who were undrafted that signed, those guys. We had 12 guys that went into the league this year. In two years from now, there might be four or five of those guys. Just the way the league turns oh, over, yeah. right? It's yeah. nuts, and you, it's, it's crazy the amount of talent that comes from some of these other schools, and but it's really cool that these guys are getting the opportunity. So Huntley goes to the Ravens. I love that fit. I do. So do you think he'll make the team? I do. They they brought him in because obviously Lamar Jackson's their guy. He's not going to beat out Lamar Jackson. He won the MVP last no, year. Not even. But the way Lamar Jackson plays. He is very susceptible to an injury. 
I mean, he's he's explosive and dynamic, but he could get hurt really easy. He's not a big dude. But here's the here's the problem, or here's the here's here's the hill he has to climb. Um, There's another. Dude and by there. the way, did you know that um, Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley played a high school game yeah. against each other, and Huntley Huntley won. Huntley won. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fun fact. Uh, and they kind of kid each other on Twitter apparently already. But uh, <laughs> so you've got, of course, there's Lamar Jackson, and then the backup is Robert Griffin the third. Yeah, but okay, so he's, he's there, and then Trace years. McSorley isn't he the Penn State guy? Yeah. So that's what he's the third string this year. I could, and I then can you see him so you bring in Huntley, and that's he has to. He has to take over that third spot. He has to be out, beat out McSorley. Or RG3. RG3's old. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, man. And his it, knee went the wrong direction. He's got that an hit. uphill battle. Oh, there's no doubt about it, especially being undrafted. He's an easy cut. But just the, the system they play, it's a long shot, I think. But out of the teams you could pick for him to be on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With their style, I you know, it does suck. There's three other guys there that we've all heard of, but... You never know. But he's got a shot at it. That's cool. Yep. Well, you know, um, the uh, Francis Bernard, I'm I'm surprised he actually didn't get drafted in a way. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> but he's going to the Cowboys. Uh, so I did read <laughs> a site, a, a Cowboy site out of <laughs> Dallas, see what they're talking about, the, you know, the draft. You got too much time on your hands. Well, we all we're all do. quarantined, so I'm, I'm, I'm not the local guys. Whatever, I don't care what they think because they're. <clears throat> I'm curious about what the teams or the people think of those areas, and yeah. I mean, there, most teams have a whole bunch of un, uh, of undrafted free agents they've signed, and so it's it's rare that hardly any of them make a team. But with Cowboys, at least this one side is that Bernard, I think he was like first on his list thinking that he has a real shot to make the team. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think he'll make the team. I'm not saying he'll be a starter or anything like that, but we, we watched him play. He's just, a, he's just a baller. He just makes plays. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's just that instinct. Solid, you know solid what I mean? football player. So I would think he has a shot. Javelin Guidry, he's gone to the Jets. I don't, I don't really I don't know about their back, their, their secondary. <clears throat> the only thing, though, man, is that dude can ran a 4-2-9-40. That is crazy speed. And you can't teach speed. No. Um, that's impressive. And There are guys that, that stay in the league purely because they run fast. I mean, you know, teams will put a guy on their special teams to be a gunner solely because he's fast and pay him $2 million a year for five years because he can run down the field really quick and cover kicks. I mean, that happens a lot. So his speed alone could land him a roster spot. It's hard for people to go over the top when you got a guy can, because you can recover with speed like that. So I don't know. <clears throat> I think he's got a shot. It's in a long shot. It's a long shot. It, you know, teams like speed. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Nurse, he's, Nurse is picked up by the Ravens. <clears throat> Good for him. That's going to be tough. Yeah, and and Darren Paolo with the with the Saints. I don't know what the story is with the line. I'm not sure. How I have no set idea. Up. I so, don't know the Saints very well, but yeah, I mean the the undrafted guys. That's even harder than late round guys to stick. But everything about you know NFL, well, in all professional sports, it's so cutthroat and watching that special on Alex Smith today and it was going through his career and when he was in San Francisco and Harbaugh came and he was starting to build and he like was taking him to the playoffs and then he gets a concussion for one game that was it Kaepernick goes in and goes in and plays and that and then he was done for one game Mm -hmm. it's just crazy so even it's it's tough it's so tough so I wish the best of luck to all these guys I hope a lot of them can last and sustain it is just really hard I know yeah yeah uncertainty just constant Uh uncertainty play five years in the league you've accomplished something oh yeah oh yeah I think the average is like under three 
Three yeah. years is the average. Yeah. Maybe, did you uh, <clears throat> see this article? This was... Uh, is that of the April Hong 20? Kong Free Press? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was from the Deseret News by Doug Robinson. Interesting article. You should look it up. The numbers don't lie. That's the he- headline. The numbers don't lie. Utah is outpacing the rest of the Pac-12 in developing NFL talent. Let me just read a couple paragraphs. Give me your thoughts. It's pretty cool. This is Doug Robinson. Warning. If you're a BYU fan, sorry, you might want to leave the room because this is not good news for you. We'll give you a minute to move on to the next story. Tapping my toe, looking at my watch. Or if you have a strong stomach, feel free to read on. Let's start with the in-state results of the 2020 draft. Score. Score it. Utah 7. Utah State 1. The Zoobs. That's, he said BYU. <laughs> I don't say. It's the Zoobs 0. He took some liberties there. The Utes, as we've already mentioned, finished with seven players taken in the draft, most in the Pac-12. So to put it in perspective, since 2010, that's 11 drafts. Okay. The, the Cougs have had only seven players drafted. Total. What? Total. Since 2010, that's 11 drafts. They've had seven players drafted, whiffing four, four different years. In other words, no drafts in four different years. And this is one of them. It's the school's worst dry spell since the 1950s. <laughs> oh, my oh shoot. That makes me feel so bad. I know. Jeez. Um, Utah State. Little brother. <laughs> okay. Utah State, by comparison, has had 13 draft picks in that time. Good grief. Then there's Utah, which has had 39 players drafted since then. 12 in the last two years alone. That includes 23 defensive players, 14 offensive players, and two special teamers. Um, the youths didn't just beat the in-state competition. They also beat the Pac-12, which has had 32 players chosen in, the last, in last week's draft, ranking third among conferences. The tally, Utah had seven. Oregon had four. Cal, Colorado, UCLA, and Oregon State tied with three each. Washington, Stanford, Arizona State, and USC tied at two. That's insane to me. How does Oregon State State have more than USC? I don't. And the two USC guys went early, I think, like first round dudes, and then (laughs) nothing. That's insane. That is, that's inexcusable. Keep going, Gary. No, that's a good point. So I, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. It's USC, unbelievable. Two actually, players at the end of it. I saw that. I saw alignment that somewhere. and the and the receiver and, the, and Pittman. Pittman. I saw that somewhere, and I went, "That can't be right." I had to I had to look it up and double check. Two dudes the, and Washington Oregon State drafted more. more than USC. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they kept that goofball. And coach. They renewed his contract. Hallelujah. <laughs> well done. Uh, <laughs> continuing, and it's not getting any better. The Utes have risen to the challenge of playing in the Pac-12. They had only five players drafted during their first three years in the league. Here's the draft tally in the six years since then. Six years, the last six years. 26 for Utah and Washington. Though this year, Washington do squat. Hmm. Second, USC, UCLA, and Stanford with 25. Then Oregon. At 17, 14 for Arizona State, 12 for Cal, 11 Oregon State, 9 for Washington State and Colorado, and 4 for Arizona. Utah, (laughs) they just got to get that Rose Bowl win. Freak. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it it win the championship and get a Rose Bowl. We got to win the the championship. That's, we've talked about, I, I just attribute that's all our coaches. That's our coach. That's Whittingham. That's, that's our- coaching, though, from top to bottom. That's recruiting. Well, that's yeah, because but we don't get like we. I think uh-uh. we had all the stat. We in one of our podcasts we talked about how many 
four and five stars we got versus yeah. others? Yeah. None, practically. We got like four. Yeah, we're way down the list. So and yet we're getting more guys drafted than anybody else in the Pac-12. Right. That's that, development, That's baby. our point. That's our coaches and their talent uh-huh. to spot talent and develop them and make them into NFL players. It's, it's impressive. It's I, so it's impressive. impressive. Whittingham, don't ever leave. <laughs> no. What has he got, three years left on his contract, something like that? Okay, then, Scally, you have to stay because you'll just continue that on. And you got to give, what was it, three quarters of our secondary? Yeah. Got drafted? Got drafted. Yeah. Sharif Shaw, a shout-out. Oh, yeah. The oh, guy yeah. Is, a, is a great secondary coach. Nope. Can, I, can I say? No. You can. Sharif Shaw's wife is a real housewife of Salt Lake, and I'm so excited. What? Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I've I've heard rumors. Yeah. When is that out? Uh, well, they haven't said, but they think fall. I am a Real Housewives junkie. <sighs> so oh scary. <my> gosh. <laughs> so scary. Those are the dumbest <laughs> freaking no, shows. It's so great, and I'm so excited for it to be in Salt Lake. And Sharif Shaw's wife is one of the housewives. Just you know, had to tie that in there. I already knew that. Well, of course you did. You follow them all on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Have we talked about, I don't think we've talked about on a podcast episode, and I am blanking on his name, the kid that transferred from BYU to Utah. Did that just happen like... Wait, the football player? Yeah. When? What's his name? Who? Oh, you guys. Oh, oh, oh the, the lineman. Kafusi. Kafusi, yeah. Yeah, when that, did that happen? We haven't uh, talked no, about that. No, we haven't that. talked about that. No, that was that's like right. We haven't potted a few weeks ago. <laughs> we haven't all... recorded since then. Yeah, I mean, the Kafusi line at BYU is strong. It's been right, there's been a Kafusi there since I've been born. He's like a legacy player. And so at the BYU. fact that he said, nah, I'm out and <laughs> went to he wanted to win. He wanted to win. Well, and he kind of said, I want what we did. T- what he said that. We're talking about I gotta look it up. developing these players into NFL talent. He pretty much said, mm-hmm. I want to develop my talent. <laughs> so I gotta go where I can be developed. Well, look at the numbers. So come on over. Come on That's to fan- the good side. Fantastic. That's right. Yeah, we hadn't talked about uh-uh. that. That was. Sick. I mean, we, we kind of use them a little bit as a welcome development school, and then we go down there and take who we want. <laughs> 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 poor Zoobies. Not poor Zoobies. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> so I have here a printout. Uh, a printout, but I forget. It d- on the page that said what site it came from, didn't print out, so I can't remember which exact site I had. But He's it's making it up. It's college football's top twenty-five head coaches for twenty twenty. Okay. And I have not seen this. I'm going to put Whittingham at seven. What do you think, Bryn? Jeez, that's even low. Might uh, be top five. I'm going four. Across that's my pretty strong. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Got we'll got where we will all vomit right now. <sighs> Number one, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Hey. There we go. So okay. gross. Saban. Yeah, but I kind of get it. <laughs> no. No. Then Dabo Sweeney. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who? who I don't know. Is, is he in, is he in the in the Lion King or whatever that? What's Tiger, <laughs> Tiger King? King? I swear, King. Dabo Sweeney was working there. Okay, and then is it, I'm going okay. to go through is it Ed Orgeron. Who's Ed Orgeron three? three. Okay. Uh, Ed Orgeron. I love that dude. Dude, that guy's voice. And never forget, people, USC passed on that dude. He was their head coach, US, and they passed on him. USC is such issues. They, they were like, no thanks. And he goes, okay, I'll go win a national championship down here. Okay. Number four, Lincoln Riley. Dang it. What? Oklahoma. No, I disagree with that one. Mario Cristobal, Oregon. Ew. Number five. Okay. He's flipping a lot of pages. I'm getting nervous. Kirby Smart, Georgia. Number six. No, Georgia craps a bad week 10 every year. Brian Kelly, Notre Dame seven. No. That's garbage. No. No. That guy's garbage. No. You put Whittingham garbage. You said seven. I said seven. That was seven. Eight. Ryan Day, Ohio State. I mean, when you pay your guys a lot of money, they'll come back. 
<laughs> Jimbo Fisher. No. Texas A&M. That's bull crap, that's too. Bull. What are they basing this off of? Dan Mullen. Florida. No. Who was at Utah? For a long time, this, by the way. you know, Jim Harbaugh at 11. Nope. Waiting hands better than Harbaugh. Well, we did. PJ Flack, Minnesota. You could have paid me a million dollars. No idea who that is. And I wouldn't have known who that was. They, they've had one good season in their history of their program. Oh, Wait, it's, it, it, it's, what number are we on, by the way? Number 13 is James Franklin, Penn State. Ew. He's pretty good. He's a, but. All right, and number 14. 14. If Sataki's in front of Whittingham, I'm going <laughs> to snap. Whittingham is at 14. No, this is garbage. Whoever wrote this got... Yeah, and you can't even remember the website, so we can't... I can't even troll him on Twitter now. <laughs> oh, it was by... And this is only 14 hours ago. By Lynn Harrington. So everyone go to Lynn Harrington. Who's Lynn Harrington? Some idiot. Twitter page. From what, from what publication is this? He the head, the, he the cover page is gone. He doesn't know. Gosh, <laughs> he didn't print it. I, I thought I printed it. Now, look it up. If you can't tell, Gary's very old school, and he likes to print his documents out. I know, Gary. <laughs> it's college football's twenty-five best head coaches right for no, it's bullcrap. Did you no. find it? No, I didn't find it. By Lynn Harrington. It's it's okay. Herm Edwards is at twenty-three. Here. Okay, Dinko, Dinko Mendenhall is 22nd. Which is amazing. <laughs> Way to go, Roscoe. I just think, like, okay, Herm Edwards, they're basing that completely off his NFL career. He has had two seasons at... Yeah, what's he done? What's wit, what is... What, what wit has what, done? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what wit has done versus some of these other guys? Some guys on there that I don't even know what school they're at. They've been there for... A year, maybe. Yeah, that's hundred uh, percent. Do not agree. They put Cristobal at Oregon like ten spots ahead of Whittingham. No, no. Though they just whooped us pretty dang good. <laughs> uh, I have no problem if they put him ahead of him by two two spots. But no. Mm-hmm. So take that for what it's worth, Ute fans. It's worth garbage. All right, we're winding down here. Um, any uh, further comments on the draft or any of that stuff no. you want to say? No, just excited to see what happens. Let me ask this. Changing uh, changing direction, but Ute fans, just a thought on basketball. <laughs> Utah forward Timmy Allen declares for the NBA draft. <gasps> As did Gotch. Yeah. What do you think about those two guys? I mean, they can come back once. Okay, I mean, well, that's the key. They're not gone. They're not gone. What that means is they're declaring for the draft, saying we'll go to the we'll go to the NBA, and then they get a draft grade, which both of them will get a draft grade that's like we'd have never heard of you. No. <laughs> go back to school. They're kid. not ready to go to they're the not, NBA. They're they not are ready. so not ready. So to they'll go. be back. I'm not worried about it. So I I don't know. Maybe I maybe we do the same thing. But well, yeah. If I had a son and he was pretty good at basketball, and yeah, you, you throw your name out there, you get a draft grade back. If it's a first grade, you know, first round grade, awesome, go for it. But these neither of these guys are. What do you think about the announcement of next year with the Huntsman Center with them putting the blackout curtains down so there's no upper bowl? I like it. For the whole season. For the whole season. Do it. Well, I mean, uh, uh, why make why make my only thought was, well, okay, put put the curtains there for how tough can it be if there's a a huge game and they or we're really good and somehow we're good for once and we started selling it out and therefore they went to the upper bowl well i think they would probably adjust okay that's all i fine i'm okay because with I, I think they even it. said that if there was a major game that looks like it's going to be a huge matchup they would lift the curtains but in the past it was they'd put them down for like non-conference and then conference play they would raise them now they're just saying we're putting them the whole season. That's all right with me. It feels a little more intimate when it's well, and it makes it feel packed in there, which is what you want. You want that feel. You, that's okay. You need that atmosphere in basketball, so I, I'm okay with it. I, I'm excited to see what it does to the atmosphere. And I, we had such a young team this year. I'm excited to see how it, uh, how, how it long we've been saying this crap though. I for know, years. but but we had what one senior. This year, I know, but ugh. I, when, when the I football, you, or, rather the basketball program's fun, it good. It is fun. You can get the, that oh, place so, packed, 
and rocking. Yeah, but we gotta get back. Some of the games this year were the most fun we had some games, great games I'd ever been to at a Utah, Utah basketball. Was this year? We said that a few we beat times. the Zoobs. That was a fun one. We had some those the Zoobs, and then the other one I can't remember. Oh, those overtime games—they were fun. So that's all I'm saying is if it continues with those guys and they keep that level Let's of hope. excitement, then it's fun. Oh but yeah, I mean winning's always fun. <laughs> True. So just to be in the just to be competitive. I'm just kind of sick of well not going to the dance, which no one went to this year. <laughs> but at least you know. Anyway, all right. Any final comments, y'all? Now, if you got any good shows to watch, please send them to me. <laughs> please. Please. I've been playing a whole lot of Call of Duty lately, and my mind's melting. <laughs> Speaking of which, i got to get on player about 10 minutes and play. So, Well, um, stay safe, everybody. Just Keep the faith. We're going to be playing some football. I, I just I, I think it's going to happen. And uh, it's exciting. Young squad, a lot of talent. I'm looking forward to it. Good vibes. Good, Good vibes. vibes out there. We need it. Go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes.